Welcome, pool guys and gals, to the Let's Talk About Pools podcast, where your host, Lauren Broom, will take a splash into many topics in the pool industry to educate all aquatic professionals. Listen in, and you just might be surprised what you'll learn. So let's jump right in. Welcome, everybody, today to the Let's Talk About Pools podcast. And on today's episode, I got to interview Joe Trusty, and we spoke about Pool Magazine and PoolMagazine.com, a very beautiful new pool publication. Got to meet him recently along with his wife, Mary Ann. Oh, what a lovely couple to meet at a couple of the pool shows this last year. So really want you to listen into this episode. It's not a long episode, but it's a very good episode if you've been hesitant on checking out a whole new publication for our pool professionals and our pool industry. It's beautiful. The graphics are beautiful, guys. you got to check it out. I also want to say thank you to our two sponsors of the podcast episode today, Skimmer, again, thank you, and Basecrete. Thank you, Vito Mariano and Basecrete. Check out their ads in the podcast and go to their websites and check out what they have to offer to our pool professionals. Let's jump right in, guys, to this episode. Skimmer is an app that's built for pool service companies, and it really does everything they need to run their businesses. We have tens of thousands of techs using our app every day in the pools, in the field, and being able to just simply swipe left, swipe right, scroll up and down, take photos. Everything is so easy, it can be done with one hand. We know how hard our clients are working every day, and so we feel it's our responsibility to make sure we deliver a top-notch product and a support team that's capable of pleasing and satisfying our customers. You can literally pick up the phone and someone will answer. And that sounds very obvious, but it's not when you talk to tech companies. And it makes you feel like you have a voice, and they listen, and they actually respond to it. When I first started, we were just pen and paper, putting door tags on. We actually tried a bunch of different apps. There was, seemed to always be something missing. We ran across Skimmer, and this one's by far been the most efficient, the cleanest, the easiest to work with. I've looked into creating in-house ways of tracking and doing the same thing. It can be very costly. Skimmer allows you to have a customized experience because they listen to your feedback. It's like having a custom platform without the cost and labor involved in managing that. So I was very impressed with the affordability of Skimmer. The benefits that we get in terms of maximizing route efficiency and being able to keep a record of all the chemicals used and pictures of all the pools all in one spot and information we can access immediately. It's just incredible. The technician will do all these little click, click, clicks and say what they did, what chemicals they put in. They'll take a picture of the pool and then Skimmer does this great report that gets emailed to the customer at the end telling them what they did and how they did it, what chemicals they added and customers absolutely love it. For as long as I'm in business, I don't see myself ever doing business without using Skimmer. It's just the top of the line product to use within the market and it just saves so much time while also being personalized to your company. Skimmer is a company that's going to keep your database and everything completely organized and in, in line for you. One of our goals is to help our clients grow their companies. And we see every year, every day, we get feedback from our clients thanking us for allowing them to grow, allowing them to hire more folks, allowing them to make more money and put their kids through college, to have more time and more free time on the weekends. 
It's always a huge compliment when we hear our customers talk about how much they've been able to grow, how many folks they've been able to hire and employ thanks to the app. Welcome to the Let's Talk About Pools podcast today. And my special podcast guest today is Joe Trusty. He's the owner of poolmagazine.com. Welcome, Joe. How are you? I'm great, Lauren. Thanks for having me. No problem. Wonderful to have you on. I was very excited when you approached me to be on my podcast. I appreciate it. It's an honor to have you on. Um, you're so uh, very out there in the industry, you know, and you understand a lot of the marketing side, but also now you have a new magazine. But for those that don't know who you are, maybe because they're not on social media, let's go ahead and let you introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about you and your company. Uh, yeah, sure. Um, I'm the CEO of poolmarketing.com. All right. Um, we're a digital agency that focuses on the pool industry. So we work with a lot of pool builders, pool service companies, uh, equipment uh, manufacturers, distributors, uh, suppliers, things of that nature. So we're working with uh, pool companies from coast to coast, all over the place. Um, aside from that, we are also heavily in the pool industry. We got a lot of different uh, web properties that focus on lead generation for pool companies. So we, uh, we have uh, poolcontractor.com, which is a real big one for us. Uh, we're launching uh, poolguide.com as well. We have swimmingpoolloan.com. And uh, recently this year, we launched uh, poolmagazine.com as a, a new industry publication for the swimming pool and spa industry. And that's uh, really what I've been focusing the uh, majority of my time on is getting that up and running as a full-blown news publication uh, that we're actually going to, uh, to start distributing uh, this year. Awesome. Is there a timeline on when it might go into that print version, Joe? Yeah, we're looking at November to coincide with the, uh, the expo. It, exciting. Oh, yes. You have a booth there. Yeah, there. yeah. We're going to be uh, making a big splash this year over there. Everybody can come visit you at what's your booth number? <laughs> uh, I think my wife is going to kill me for this because I don't focus on that part of the business. <laughs> You're going to be uh, at the International Pool and Spa Patio Show. So look for Joe yeah, and yeah. his staff from poolmagazine.com there and go say hi. So tell, tell me a little bit about um, poolmagazine.com, why you wanted to start it, your passion with it, and give us some really cool uh, articles you've written recently. Uh, yeah, I mean, basically, we started poolmagazine.com because uh, there's a lot of stuff that I'm personally interested in the pool industry, right? And I was kind of looking for, um, you know, articles that are really like current and what's going on and, and things like that. And I know that a lot of uh, other publications, they have a syndication cycle, they have an editorial calendar. And a lot of the content that they put out is like a month or two behind of when it's actually happening, right? So I said, hey, there's really a, um, an opportunity in the space, all right, to kind of be like the TMZ of the pool industry, all right, and really be like first and foremost and fresh with like new content as it's happening. And that's really what we're focused on. You know, we want to be a little bit different than, you know, the, by all means, you know, the other publications out there, they're splendid, uh, 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 it trade publications, uh, pool and spa news is a great, 
news publications. So is um, Aqua Magazine. So is Pool Pro Mag. I mean, I, I read these publications myself, you know, the last 10 years, you know, coming up in the industry. Um, what I was focused on was just something new, something fresh that the industry hadn't seen before, you know? Yeah. It's always nice to have something uh, to read, you know, a different spin or take on some of the articles. Um, and I feel like I see that when I've been reading your articles on there. So tell me some of the uh, articles that you've written that's gotten like the most discussion. Uh, one of the ones that we did recently was it had to do with the collapse of the Champlain Towers uh, in uh, Miami. And uh, there was a lot of uh, there was a lot of rumors and speculation going around uh, that it could have been um, waterproofing uh, that contributed to the collapse. Right. So um, what I did was I reached out to one of the waterproofing experts in the pool industry. He's uh, on the panel at Genesis. He's an advisor with PHTA. Uh, I believe you interviewed him as well, uh, Vito Mariano, the president of Basecrete. Yes, I did. And yeah, he's a very smart guy in the waterproofing industry. And he had a really uh, uh, fresh perspective on uh, what may have been the cause and uh, his knowledge of how concrete works and how waterproofing works in particular is definitely something that I felt uh, added a lot of weight to the conversation. And there was a lot of talk uh, in some of the Facebook groups and that kind of thing when that article was uh, posted on social media. A lot of people going back and forth and got a little heated sometimes, but that's what happens sometimes on, on social media, right? But it, well, brought yeah. a, it brought a good conversation forward, though. Even if that wasn't what happened there, it brought a conversation forward. It brought the issue of suspended pools forward. And that might not have happened if you hadn't written your article on poolmagazine.com. So it's, it's always good that even if that's not what caused something that happened that was very, very tragic, but a conversation piece is a great thing, brings it to the forefront. And it's going to get a lot of, I think, state agencies and building departments to start looking at, you know, what you talked about in one of the articles, which was that PHTA, PHTA ICC standard 10, which yeah. you talked about in one of your articles. So that that's probably one of the big motivators of having pool market or pool magazine.com, correct? Yeah, I mean, it does give me an opportunity to um, to espouse my thoughts and feelings and editorials on, uh, on a variety of different subjects. I'm, but, you know, one thing was for sure. I mean, there was a lot of uh, pushback from the pool industry in particular, you know, guys don't want to draw any, you know, there's a lot of uh, negative connotations with news, you know, people want to stay away from drowning. They want to stay away from anything that could have, that could have been a uh, pool related uh, as far as injuries or anything like that. And I get that. I mean, I'm a big proponent for the industry, too. You know, nobody wants to see the industry catch a black guy. All right. The reason behind this is to make people aware that, hey, if there's a problem, all right, that people aren't aware of and we have an opportunity to address it and fix it. Now, let's do it now. All right. And not wait eight years until there's a forensic analysis. I think that's really, you know, what guys like industry leaders like Dave Penton were getting at, you know, is that we have the opportunity to use this as a teaching moment at this moment in time. Let's let's capitalize on that, not wait for it to go by the wayside, you know? Yep. And I, I, I think it's great that poolmagazine.com uh, was that car conversation starting piece on this 
just one topic. It, it could be lots of other articles you're going to write that um, you just wrote one uh, recently that was just posted, I think, this week about the public pools and the chemical shortage. And yeah. being that I work, that's my past life, you know, being with public pools for 17 years and in that regulatory side, I thought along the same lines months ago. I even led me to email the person in, up in Tallahassee, but I didn't get an answer back as to with chemical shortages, what do public pools do if they're required to use their feeder? They can't hand feed and they're not supposed to switch things around. Whatever the feeder uses is what they're supposed to be doing for the majority of their disinfection. So again, another starting talking piece there and that, yes, some of these pools will close if they can't maintain what their regulatory agency is going to say they have to maintain. So see that one of the one of those things was that I did not talk about in that article uh, definitely was uh, that most of these companies that manage these pools. All right. They're they're on a fixed uh, rate per year. All right. That's established well before the swim season starts. All right. So when a problem like uh, like a chlorine shortage comes up. All right. That just throws budgets way out of whack. All right. And the, because the, there's such a bureaucratic process in these public pools, all right, that their first inclination is, hey, we don't have the money, we can't get the funds, we have to close, all right. And when these public pools close down, the problem is, is that a lot of times they close down and then they never reopen again, all right. And that's the problem that we've been seeing in public pools probably for like the last 20 years is that these public pools are just not coming back online and we're losing public pools every year in this country. Well, and a lot of them are run by um, local government. They're government funded. And if you can never say that they're able to sustain themselves through their attendance when, you know, you pay so much to get in to go to that public pool. It's never mm -hmm. enough. And if they raise the fee, then people are going to stop going. So that's not the answer. It's always covered by tax, you know, tax dollars to be able to maintain a lot of these pools. And so if that doesn't work or the taxpayers get angry, then their answer is close the pool. But one of the things we do lose, and I'm thinking you're going to agree with this, Joe, is we lose a lot of our uh, swim, uh, swimming lessons that are affordable to the community. Yeah. And then yeah. That, that's a whole I, different topic that you start talking about drowning prevention. And how yeah, important that, that is. That's a industry. major, that's a major big uh, discussion point there. I mean, because a lot of inner city youth and minorities, they count on these pools as a means to learn how to swim. And when you take a look at the disparity between, you know, uh, people who drown at, at, you know, under 15 years old, I mean, the majority of those kids are, are dependent on these pools to learn how to swim. And it's a lifesaver for them, you know? Yep. It, I know people worry about the tax dollars, but it's also if your, your child know, gets to have the ability to have a local pool that they can learn how to swim. So that see another conversation piece that we're even having right now. And that's all things to poolmagazine.com, right? <laughs> yeah, so definitely. Anything else exciting with poolmagazine.com? We just launched an, a new app. Uh, it's available in the Google Play and, uh, and uh, on our Apple as well. Um, 
It's got a, a ton of great features in there. So you can catch all the latest articles that have been posted in Pool Magazine. Plus, we also syndicate all of the thought leaders in the pool industry. All right. So if you have a blog where you have a website where you post articles and things like that, and you're looking for syndication uh, to get your stuff out in front of the pool industry, Pool Magazine is the place to do that. I mean, basically, it is a hub for everything in the pool industry that all the thought leaders, all the bloggers, all the podcasters, it's a place to find everything all in one spot. Awesome. Yeah, I've been on it and it's it's basically got all the different feeds that all the main people that if you know know the names, you're gonna go, yep, I know who that is and that is, and and you can pick and choose who who you wanna kind of follow on there and get their their articles and stuff like that. And you know, you have certain people you like their style of writing, their articles, easy to to read, and you just wanna it, it gives us one place to go. That's awesome. It's it's a nice yeah, little thanks. hub that holds everything together, right? Yeah, yeah. And and we're gonna st- we're gonna start printing it out this year. Like I said, you know, um, we brought on uh, Carol Gelati from uh, Luxury Pools and Outdoor Living. Uh, she's uh, the new director of uh, sales and marketing for Pool Magazine, and uh, she's been really uh, critical in uh, helping me establish this as a. Uh, a world-class trade publication. So we're looking to put out something that's uh, really special at the expo. It's going to be great. Sorry for the intermission here in this awesome podcast episode that you've been listening to already with Pool Magazine and Joe Trusty. But I wanted to introduce our other podcast sponsor here, which is Basecrete, uh, your source for flexible waterproofing bond coats for your pools. Please go to their website, check it out. Vito Mariano is an awesome individual pool professional in our industry. I love talking to him. He's so knowledgeable and he owns this company. He knows so much about concrete. He knows so much about uh, suspended and elevated pools and all kinds of stuff. So please check out their website. And I want to say thank you, Base Creek, for sponsoring the podcast so that we can bring education to our pool professionals. So let's get back into our podcast episode with Joe Trusty from Pool Magazine. So you had mentioned some of your other web properties. Um, I don't know if you mentioned all of them, just that people kind of know what else that you guys have in your arsenal there. Yeah. So like we're a marketing company. Okay. So um, we're, we're a little bit different than a lot of the other uh, pool uh, digital agencies out there, you know, people who focus on uh, on servicing people in the pool industry. Um, we've built up a network of uh, different websites that all point to each other and are all kind of interconnected. Okay. So poolcontractor.com is one that I focus on uh, for lead generation, right? It's specifically, um, it's able to rate, review, and rank pool builders, just like Angie's List or House or BuildZoom or one of those kind of websites, right? So pretty much you can go in there and you can create a free listing for your pool company, okay? And if you want to advertise it and pay a, a monthly fee, all right, you can become a featured builder or a featured service company in your market, okay? And you'll get the lion's share of leads uh, that come in for people searching for a, a pool contractor in your area. Um, we've built these kind of uh, networks, right, to be able to sustain uh, a marketing platform for pool companies. Okay, 
So pretty much um, if you roll with poolmarketing.com, you're getting a lot of exposure. You're getting exposure on pool magazine. You're getting exposure on uh, poolcontractor.com, poolguide.com. It's not just like a one-off. It's a, it's a, a network of visibility that you get in branding for your pool company. Which my understanding is how it works with the whole Google and internet and all that. The more times that you are like linked to and interwoven together on websites like that, that are relevant, then you, it helps your ranking as well. Correct. Yeah. I'm, I'm kind of a geek in that aspect is that I know a lot about how search engines work and I know a lot about how Google works. So it does give me a little bit of advantage in that aspect. I wouldn't understand any of it if you even started talking about it right now. <laughs> well, I'm That's not going to have your ear to put you to sleep, but yeah, we, we, we have, we have some pretty good tech behind the scenes. It, it's complicated and all that stuff changes all the time. Like how the internet and how it searches and Google AdWords and the whole nine yards. So having somebody who understands it to help bring in your business for you, it's so worthwhile. I tried managing my own Google AdWords and I screwed it up royally. <laughs> so, yeah, there's a science behind it for sure. You know? Yes. Uh, we, we, we're really good at it. I mean, prior to my, my life at uh, Pool Magazine and starting pool marketing, I, I worked for one of the largest pool builders in the, in the world, you know? So I, I ran um, marketing and IT for Premier Pools uh, and Spas franchise probably the last six years before I started up my own endeavor. And, you know, while I was there, I, I implemented a lot of systems and processes and procedures to help them with their marketing and help them with their back end and help them with their software. And all of these things now that, you know, that help make them so successful, you know, um, and help them grow, you know, about $300 million in the space of that time. I'm, I'm now helping the rest of the industry and applying these, these same tools and tips and tricks and stuff that help make my, uh, my, uh, previous employers so successful is now, you know, at the disposal of everybody in the pool industry. Yay. So <laughs> it, it, and, and that helps, you know, having a web presence is important um, because a lot of people go to the internet when they're looking for a pool contractor or a pool builder. And then they start going to Google or Bing or whatever their favorite search engine is, and they're looking for who they want. And so depending on who you've got to do all this stuff is where you're going to show up at, you know, having that right yeah. person. So yeah. we're getting, we're getting about a hundred thousand visitors a, a month on poolcontractor.com. So we show up for a variety of different keywords that you'd be looking for. If you were looking for a pool contract. Exciting. Exciting. So yeah. anything else that you wanted to, just let the audience know about, you know, pool magazine or poolmarketing.com or any of your, your ventures out there, Joe. Uh, yeah, pretty much, you know, we design websites too. We have a, a graphic design team here. We do truck wraps, we do brochures, business cards, um, everything under the sun. So if you need uh, something for your, your pool company, like a new website, or you need somebody to manage your marketing, or you need somebody to manage your social media, or help you with any of that aspect of the back of the house stuff, like marketing automation, sending out e-blasts, um, retargeting customers, any of that heavy stuff that you would go to like a, a real uh, marketing company for, you have one. Poolmarketing.com is the ultimate resource for all of that stuff. 
Wow. That, that sounds so cool. You have such a great team behind you to help get uh, the, these pool companies that might be interested to get where they need to be. That, that's yeah, so cool. yeah, we do. Well, it was so wonderful to talk with you today, uh, Joe, and, and give this information um, and talk about Pool Magazine. I, I, I'm looking forward to any of your future articles. I love that you put it right up on social media. So it's easy for me to get to the articles, even if I'm on Facebook or uh, God, Instagram, any of the places that you're at. I even see you on LinkedIn and your articles there. So depending on your favorite social platform, you can find them there as well. Thank you, Lauren. We appreciate you having us on the show today. I, I really, uh, I enjoy your podcast as well. And I love what you're doing for the pool industry. Um, we're big supporters of what you do. And I, I immensely enjoy uh, the the interactions that you have with some of the same people that I'm talking to, because these guys are really smart guys, you know? <laughs> exactly. It just depends on which question you ask and which podcast they're on. But yeah. I, it's been a pleasure having you on. And I was, when you contacted me, I was really excited to have you on just different type of guests to interview. And so it's been a pleasure. Thank you so much. Well, likewise, we'll have to have you on our podcast pretty soon, Laura. Thanks. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks for diving in today with the Let's Talk About Pools podcast. Be sure to follow us on our YouTube channel or our Facebook page. And feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts so more aquatic professionals like you can learn about the show. We appreciate it, and we'll catch you in the next episode of the Let's Talk About Pools podcast.